0: Welcome to episode six of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we're talking about all things having to do with summer fun. And in this podcast, we'll identify what holds you back from really enjoying the summer. You'll see if negative feelings about your body stop you from enjoying the summer and learn why a summer bucket list is the best way to enjoy the summer. Let's get started. This is the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast, and I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, author, inspirational coach, and speaker. I help people feed their soul by putting food in its proper place as nourishment and help them develop more functional ways to nurture themselves other than with food. Today is a timely podcast because we are entering the summer season right now as I am recording. We are in June, and to me, that is the start of summer. Those of us who have children know that once the kids get out of school, that's the time that we really go into high gear in terms of the summer. And it lasts, you know, it really lasts three months, but for us and in my family, at least, it lasts two months because... Um, school is out for two months and then we go right back in and I find that we have a lot to do over this season and it can be lots of fun. But you know, when you have problems with body image or food, the summertime can be kind of a challenge. Normally, I think what people look at the summer about vacations and barbecues and being in the sun and swimming and Lots of really great things, but there's a lot of pieces of the summer that I think are tough for many of us, often a lot of us women. And I, I think of it as the underbelly of this season, and that is body image issues, which really seem to show up over this summer season. We have all the advertisements about getting bikini ready, getting out there and wearing kind of smaller, uh, less covering, more revealing clothes. Clothes like tank tops and shorts and dresses, bathing suits. Your arms are exposed. Your legs are exposed. And that can be a challenge when when we have body image issues and, and food issues, truly. When the advertisements talk about getting bikini ready, I think... It brings up our feeling of shame about our body, about our bodies not seeming to be the way that they're supposed to be. When when there's a picture of somebody who is showing up for summer and they're active, but they're also thin and That's really the image that we have. And truthfully, bodies come in varying sizes and they're not all thin. They're all of us with varying sizes, big and small and all the way around. It's it's not what the media has us believe to be true. And I think we end up feeling that shame and want to cover up. And also don't even want to participate in the summer fun because we feel bad about how we look. The biggest topic that comes up this time of year is bathing suits. And I, like probably many of you, have this love-hate relationship with bathing suits. And I've not always liked the way I looked in them and have had to really focus on my thoughts about my body because... I love to swim. Since I love to swim, that means bikini, or not bikinis, but bathing suits are a a piece of my existence, most especially over the summer. What happened for me is in the past, sometimes I felt so bad about my body that I didn't want to swim. I would stay on the sidelines and not swim because I felt embarrassed about how I looked in a bathing suit, So imagine that me, who loves to swim, felt sidelined because I didn't like how my body looked in a bathing suit. What I would do is I would just not go near the pool. I wouldn't even uh, put on clothes to go swimming. I'd sit on the side of the pool, just kind of dip my feet in, but never put on a bathing suit. That really is sad for me when I think about it because I love to swim. The other thing I would do, and I don't know if this resonates with any of you, is I would wear my clothes over my bathing suit and I'd get as close to the pool's edge as I could. I'd take off my clothes with my bathing suit underneath and I'd put my clothes on the side of the pool and jump straight in so nobody could see what my body looked like. The other thing I would do is I would wear a towel around my body and get get as close to the pool as I could, and I'd drop the towel and then jump in and swim. I would do the exact same thing when I was at the beach and was going to swim in the ocean, get as close to the water as I could, take my clothes off that were covering over my bathing suit, and get straight in. It was my way of not feeling embarrassed and not feeling judged by other people. And truthfully, other people are there just to enjoy themselves, not looking at me. Really what, what would be more odd looking is if I jumped in with my clothes on, right? If I was not wearing a bathing suit and would jump in just with my clothes, people would notice that, right? When I'm wearing a suit like everybody else, ah, eh, who cares? We're all in there having fun. What I had to do was really do some mental restructuring, cognitive restructuring about what I thought about myself in a bathing suit. I had to really talk to myself in a different way and tell myself that I am fine in a bathing suit. My body is fine. My body is fine just the way it is. And I don't have to lose weight to wear a bathing suit in order to swim, I could just participate and be active in the way that I wanted to, no matter what the size of my body is. And I want you to think about that for yourself, about how much you're holding yourself back from being involved in summer fun because you're concerned about your body and how you look. I think summer fun is critical, and it can be an opening to experience more self-love and peace in your life. When I'm loving myself, when I'm really taking care of myself I'm out there in the sun. I'm out there having fun. I'm wearing shorts no matter what my legs look like. I'm out there with tank tops no matter what my arms look like. I'm out there in a bathing suit swimming no matter what I look like. This is my way of practicing self-love and and telling myself I'm good just the way that I am. And imagine for yourself. What you avoid because of how your body looks. Are you avoiding going in the water because of how you look? Are you avoiding going outside or going to a party because of how you look? Allowing yourself to have fun is a great antidote to the criticism that you have towards yourself. Think about that. Allowing yourself to have fun is an antidote to the criticism you have towards yourself. It's really showing yourself that I'm okay with myself no matter how I am, and that is a form of self-love. Remember, we've talked about the six core components that help you feed your soul, physical, emotional, mental, lifestyle, mindfulness, and self-love. When those six components are all in balance, food is also in balance, and There might not seem to be a direct correlation, but the idea of self love and taking care of yourself in a fun way over the summer to me is another way of balancing out food issues. Think about it. When we overeat, we don't overeat because of fun, we overeat because we're feeling lonely, bored, ashamed, anxious. We don't overeat because we love ourselves and because we're feeling good about ourselves. They just don't go together. What would be fun for you this summer? And I want to know whether you've imagined what would the summer look like if you were really having fun, if you were really doing what you want to do. For me, as I've said, one of my best things for summer is swimming and I have to be out there doing that and when I'm on the sidelines, it's not good for me. I have this idea of what I do over the summer. It's, it's actually not an idea. It's, it's actually a, a form that I use um, that I fill out every summer. I've been doing it for years. And it's a summer bucket list. Hi, everyone. This is Kim. And my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, a six-step system to peace with food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. Quite a few years ago, my daughter came home with uh, a form that said summer bucket list and it said, What do you want to do before summer kicks the bucket? Um, They're making reference to the idea of, you know, people when they die, what's your bucket list before you die? But this is more of a fun opportunity to have a summer bucket list that is connected to what you want to make or have happen while the summer is on. And I took that form that she had. And I really have created it as a a challenge to my family every year. And so what we do is we spend time every summer and we look at our bucket list and start writing down what do we really want to do over the summer. What happens is if we don't put it on a list, if we don't make time for it, it doesn't happen you know what i'm talking about where it doesn't it doesn't show up if it's not written down when the summer comes i find that it can go so fast that we don't get things done every year i spend a little bit of time writing down the things that i want to do over the summer i've already started my summer bucket list and i put read 3 books swim as always that's what i always want to do go on a girls weekend camp enjoy the outdoors walk on the beach, and I'm thinking of creating an art project this summer, doing stepping stones with some stained glass that I have. Those are the things that I want to do, and I'll keep adding as we go along to that list. What I also do is I ask my family to write down what's on their bucket list. What do they want to do over the summer? And We make it a plan to make these things happen so everybody feels like they've gotten this fun over the summer. It's really exciting. My daughter, last year, one of her items on her bucket list is she wanted us all to have a picnic outside in our backyard. So as the summer was moving along, she kept asking for it and asking for it. And finally, we said, okay, today's the day we're going to have our summer picnic in our backyard. Because that was on her bucket list. She really wanted to do it. And having it on her list made it top of mind for all of us. The bucket list doesn't have to be items that are a lot of money. Sometimes when we think about summer and what we're going to do, that it can involve spending a lot of money. And I want you to consider that that's not what has to happen. And you can do a lot over the summer that doesn't require a lot of money. Think about it. When my daughter had the idea of going in the backyard and having a picnic, that is basically free. We already had the food. We just did went out in our backyard. When we go bike riding, that's another thing that's often on our family bucket list that we want to get done over the summer. That doesn't cost any money. So it's becomes an opportunity to look at things that maybe cost no money, a little bit of money, or maybe a lot of money. My family's going on a really interesting vacation this summer. We're going to Wyoming and we're taking a driving trip across the country. This costs more money than camping locally, but we're so excited about it and we've been talking about it a lot. And going to Yellowstone has been on all of our bucket lists as a place we want to see for a long time so this is something that is valuable to all of us and we want to make that happen when my family gets the rest of their bucket list done we will put it up on the on the refrigerator so we can keep it top of mind as well as I encourage everybody in the family including myself is to put it on the calendar when it's on the calendar it's more doable In the past, on my bucket list, I have had things like canoeing, going paddleboarding, and boogie boarding. Those aren't huge items, but what happened was is that I remember one year, paddleboarding was on my summer bucket list, and a group of friends were going to go paddleboarding. And as they talked about going, I realized, yes, I have to go. When they invited me, I said, yes, I have to go because It was on my list. I really wanted to experience it and I was able to make it happen because I had written down what I really wanted to do. The other is boogie boarding. Last year, I asked my husband for a boogie board for Christmas and I knew I wanted to go over the summer and go boogie boarding. So I was able to get it in advance and keep it in the garage until the time we went to the beach. And I also chose a beach for us to go to that I knew there would be just the right kind of waves that I could use my boogie board. I had the most fun that day boogie boarding. It was so joyful. My husband even said to me that he has not seen me so joyful and so playful in such a long time. When he saw me boogie boarding, when I was boogie boarding, it reminded me of being a child. It reminded me of how much I love the beach. It reminded me of how free I feel in the water. And that's what I hope for you when you're looking at what you want to do for your summer fun. As always, we have a doable every podcast. And today's doable, I think you probably can guess, is it would be creating your own summer bucket list even including your family in your in a bucket list where everybody writes down exactly what they want to do these can be so many fun things that i think you'll enjoy just the opportunity to think about what you'd want to do and write down what you want to do i actually have some ideas for questions of how you can start thinking about it when you're considering it because it can seem overwhelming not knowing exactly what you want to do. So here are some strategies to start your summer bucket list. Think about what you like to do and have not done in a while. What haven't you done in a while? Write those things down and see how they can fit in this summer. Consider what you've never done but really want to do. That would be something like when I wrote down going stand-up paddleboarding. That was something at that point I had never done before, but I had really wanted to do. And when I wrote it down, it kept that idea top of mind so when it showed up and my friends were going, I could join in with them. Think about what you've been afraid to do but really want to do. Summer can be the time of exploration, of trying something new out. Next, what would give you pleasure? Put those things on your list. What are things that are pleasurable to you? I'm going to have at the end of the podcast in the show notes, there's going to be a downloadable PDF that you can print off and start writing down what you want to have on your bucket list. I really encourage you to keep extra space on there for when you want to add more items to it. Also know that these aren't necessarily things that you have to get done or can get done this year. They can also roll over to next year. Possibly you might even be able to do them in the fall. But they're things you want to think about what you'd like to do. Next year we have on our bucket list, our summer bucket list is going to Paris. We'd really love to go to France. And my daughter actually was asking about it this morning saying, are we going to France next year? And I said, yes, we are. It's on our summer bucket list. So we We can plan our bucket list out a year in advance. So don't think you're strapped into having it all happen this summer. What's happened to me sometimes is I will review my list at the end of the summer and see what I've done and have not done. That then is not an opportunity to beat myself up that I haven't done it, but I can relook and see, are these things that I really want to do? Are they things that maybe I wanna do more in the future? Um, Possibly I could do them more, in the fall or a different season. So I'm not tied into doing it right at that point in time. It doesn't help if you end up beating yourself up for not doing it because beating yourself up is not valuable. We've talked about this before, right? When you criticize yourself, beat yourself up, feel guilt, that's not a feeling that will move you forward. Feeling interested energized, joy, those are feelings that'll move you forward and will get you out of anything and any way that you might feel stuck. I would love to hear about what is on your bucket list. I'm on Instagram at feed your soul unlimited and I posted my bucket list on my Instagram feed. Go over and like my page and then Take a picture of your bucket list. Let me know what's on your bucket list. What I find is as I listen to what other people are doing or thinking of doing, that really encourages me to step out of my comfort zone and do more. But also it gives me more ideas about what I want to do in the future. So those are really encouraging. So please post pictures of your bucket list so I can see what you're doing and everybody else can see what you're doing. Also take pictures as you engage in the activities and let people know these are the things that you had put on your list for completing over the summer. You might wonder how body image, bathing suits, bucket list... Summer fun are connected to food, but they really are connected to food. When we look at the six components, as we're engaging in more self love, we put food in its proper place as nourishment because we're not having to feed our soul, feed ourselves with food in order to help us feel better. Also, I think there's so much joy in movement. You can see from my summer bucket list that there is a lot of activities that are outside because that's what I like to do. I think I've been really clear that those are the things I like to do and they are good for me. You might be somebody that might like to take a quiet walk or listen to a concert, or reconnect with an old friend. Do those. They don't have to be as active as what I'm doing, but they need to just fit for you. The more you're engaging in activities, having fun, and taking care of yourself, the less food is going to be in your face, and the less you're going to want to overeat. That's just how it goes. So go out there and make some fun. Write it down put some due dates, and let me know what you're doing. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. This is Kim McLaughlin, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think.